Welcome to another episode of the BGUI Burst podcast series. I'm your host, Sasha Varekin, and I'm currently a fourth-year medical student at the St. James School of Medicine in Anguilla. Today, we're delving into an intriguing study titled Randomized Trial of Holium Laser versus Thulium Laser versus Bipolar Nucleation of large Size Prostate by Ahmed M. Shoma, Fadi K. Gobriel, Nasser Al-Tabe, Ahmed S. L. Hafenaway, and Hamdi a. L. Kapani, published on September 5th, 2023. This research comes from the Urology and Nephrology Center at Mansoura University and the Department of Urology at Demetia University, both located in Egypt. Join us today as we explore the key points, strengths, weaknesses, and potential impact the study might have on your clinical practice. For brevity's sake, in our podcast, from this point on, HOLIP will refer to Holium Laser, nucleation of the prostate, Thulip will refer to Thulium laser nucleation of the prostate, and BTUEP refers to bipolar transurethral nucleation of the prostate, and BPO will refer to benign prostatic obstruction. Let's get started and dive right in. Presently, the AUA guidelines recommend Holip or Thulip with no mention of BTUEP for the treatment of BPO greater than or equal to 80 mLs, whereas the European Association of Urology guidelines recommend HOLUP or B2EP as a first-choice approach and only weekly recommend THULUP. This study aimed at solving this issue by comparing the outcomes and morbidity of the three different surgical techniques for the treatment of large symptomatic benign prostatic obstruction by utilizing a non-inferiority randomized control trial. In terms of methodology, a total of 155 patients were recruited from a single center between February 2019 and August 2020. All enrolled patients had BPO with a prostate volume greater than or equal to 80 mLs. Patients were then randomly assigned to one of the three treatment groups in a 1 to 1 to 1 ratio and were followed up at 1, 3, 6, and 12 months. The primary outcome measure was a maximum urinary flow rate, Qmax, at six months. Secondary outcomes included assessment of other functional urinary variables, perioperative records, and adverse events. Key results. There is no significant difference in Qmax between the groups at six and 12 months, and no significant difference was found regarding international prostate symptom score, quality of life, or post-void residual urine volume. The median PSA reductions were similar in all three groups at last follow-up point. Parameters improved in all groups compared to baseline. It is important to note that at the one-year mark, patients with a prostate volumes greater than 120 mLs showed significant international prostate symptom score improvement in favor of HOLUP and THULUP when compared to B2EP. The study concluded that THULUP and B2EP are safe and effective as HOLUP and could be offered on an equal basis to HOLUP for the management of LUTs secondary to large size BPO. Significant improvements in post-operative QMAX as well as PSA reductions were observed in all three study arms. Total four HOLUPs and two THULUPs were converted to TUEP for hemostasis at the end of the operation. In a single case from the THULUP group required TUEP for residual tissue removal. Adverse events were graded according to the modified Clavine-Dindo classification system. Of the 36 events in total, 
16. How to Clavine Dindo Complication Grade 2 or Greater. Strengths of the study included the utilization of a randomized control trial design, which is considered the gold standard for evaluating treatment interventions. The participants, investigators, and operators were blinded to the group assignment up until the date of the operation, after which blinding was no longer utilized in the subsequent follow-ups. Weaknesses of the study include the lack of generalizability of the findings to other settings and populations as the trial was conducted at a single center. Other limitations include the lack of a longer follow-up period. Another consideration is that some patients were lost to follow-up in each of the groups, and there was no ITT analysis performed. Sample sizes were increased to help mitigate the possible effect this could have. In terms of how the study can impact practice, the study provides evidence on the comparative outcomes and morbidity of different surgical techniques, HOLAP, ZULAP, and B2AP, for the treatment of BPO. The findings of the study may help inform clinical decision-making when choosing the most appropriate surgical technique for patients with BPO and a prostate size greater than or equal to 80 mLs. The study's non-inferiority design suggests that the three techniques may have similar efficacy and safety profiles. However, further research and longer-term follow-up studies are needed to validate the findings and assess the durability of the different surgical techniques in real-world clinical practice. Clinicians must carefully evaluate patient characteristics, including prostate size and patient preferences, when making treatment decisions. This study serves as a great foundation for future research, which could include longer-term follow-up and utilize a multi-center design. That concludes our discussion of this informative study. If you, our listeners, are interested in creating your own podcast, we invite you to connect with us at bursturology.com opportunities. Thank you for listening to us today, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of the BGUI Burst podcast series. Sasha Varikin, signing out.